Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to Baldy's Breakdowns, the draft show, talking about the running backs in this draft. And I'm coming Right from my war room, right here. You got the whiteboards in the background, TV screens over here. Every college game that's been played, I go all the way down to Elon College, Nassau Community College. If there's a prospect out there playing over in Polynesia, I'm finding him. I'm going to discover him. I'm going to watch something on him. I don't. I've, I've got every single game. I'm at NFL Films third floor. I got Pete down there in the Dub Center. If I want to go watch the Hula Bowl. East West Shrine game, I can watch them all. So I've got plenty of resources here. We've got draft books and draft Bibles, you name it. We Combine results. So we're here after all this work to talk about the top running backs in this draft. And really, there's, there's one elite player at this position in this draft. And he might be the best player in the draft. That's B. John Robinson. Um, I'll just tell you this. I remember at the Combine when the running backs ran. I was doing a show with the great Hall of Famer, LaDainian Tomlinson. And I knew LaDainian loved B. John Robinson. I, I mean, I just knew it. And, you know, I listen, to, I listen to LT a lot, especially when it comes to running backs. But let's just listen to him about the game of football because he was such a unique player. But I, remember, I just remember asking him, I go, LT, what is B. John going to run in the 40? Because everybody wanted to see. You know, is he a 4-5 guy? Is he 4-4? What, what was he going to be? And LT said, Baldy, he's going to run a 4-4-6. And B. John Robinson ran a 4-4-6. I mean, LT hit it right on the – like right to the 100th of a second. At 5'11", 215 pounds. If you watch him at Texas, like he's just – gosh, the weight. You, you just watch him in the Alabama game and just watch him catch the football against Alabama. He looks like a wide receiver. He's been compared to Saquon Barkley. It's it's fair. It's very fair. Um, the guy averaged over six yards a carry at Texas. He scored 23 touchdowns. He had 60 catches, 
the last two years. Um, but he's he, he he's probably not as big as Saquon. Saquon's probably thicker and heavier. You know, he's Quadzilla. Like, nobody has thighs like Saquon. But he is, first of all, he's an, an incredible kid. He's very gregarious. gregarious. He's very um, upbeat. Like, he's got a big smile on his face. He loves the game of football. Uh, he's very articulate. He's smart. Uh, there's there's nothing – you bring B. John Robinson into your team, you just put him in the middle of the team. Like, he's a leader, and he's a star, and every eight-year-old kid, you know, in your city is going to want his jersey. He's just So he's got that. But then, you know, he's got contact balance. He hits home runs with his speed. Um, he's got great vision. He runs behind his pads. Like, he's got the whole package. He's just an unusual guy to have the size, the frame, the speed, the strength, and then just the acuity, just the mental acuity. So, you know, people are very hesitant to taking running backs high. Zeke Elliott, fourth pick in the draft by Dallas, turned out to be a great pick. He was a great player. Still is. Um, Saquon uh, had an amazing Rookie season, had some injury seasons, had an amazing season last year, helping the Giants get to the playoffs. And he he's the same guy. Like, he's just an incredible person to be around. And I feel like Bijan, and so is Zeke. I mean, both of them. You know, I, I you know, I, I mean, I, I love both those guys. Um, they're real football players. You know, they just happen to play running back. But they're great football players. Like you win games because of your star players. And Bijan's a star. So, like, to me, you could say Arizona, they need defensive help. There's no doubt. Will Anderson's out there. We'll get the edge rushers. But why wouldn't Arizona be interested? You're bringing Kyler Murray back. Why would not put the best running back in the backfield with them? I mean, I don't think it's out of line. Could, you know, Indianapolis not going to do it. They got Jonathan Taylor. Could Detroit do it? Absolutely. They got a defense uh, offense coordinator, Ben Johnson. He's brilliant. They can't keep a running back healthy in Detroit. They got a great offense. You put Bijan behind Penny Sewell, and that group up front, my God, they're going to run for a lot of yards. But you could just go through the list. Teams, like, why wouldn't Chicago be interested? I know they signed some in free agency, but, I mean, the Houston Texans. You know, I know they got Damian Pierce, but how about a one? Like, you just go through the list of teams. The New England Patriots. Ramondre Stevenson was a great player this year. He's a hell of a player. Led a team in receptions and running and all that. Average over five yards a carry. But you kind of need two guys in this business. Look, when you, when you try to pair up Bijan Robinson and a team that's needy at running back, like you, you, you have to start with the Philadelphia Eagles. They're, they're picking number 10. Miles Sanders is gone. Yeah, they brought in a free agent. They got Boston Scott, and they've got, you know, uh, other players there. But Howie Roseman, like, it doesn't fit Howie's profile to draft a running back or linebacker in the first round. It just doesn't. But sometimes the talent is just so good. And if Howie Roseman would take Bijan at number 10 in this draft, I'm just going to tell you, South Philadelphia is going to throw a parade. Like, forget about waiting for a Super Bowl again. They're just going to throw a parade right now. Forget about the Phillies and the Flyers and the Sixers. I'm just going to throw a prey on April 27th if Howie drafts B. John Robinson. But I have a feeling he's going to drop. I just have a feeling he's going to drop. 
And so, like, I was on a podcast with Dallas Cowboys last night. And they're they, some really smart guys on that podcast, too. Brian brought us. Like, Brian has been doing this business for a long time. And it's his favorite player in the draft. And Dallas sitting there at number 26. I mean, if Bijan dropped past 20, because teams just said, we're not taking running back. Jets took Brees Hall last year, you know, on his way to rookie of the year towards ACL. It's 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 part of the business. Um, if if Bijan Robinson drops past twenty, drops past Seattle at twenty, they're not going to take him. They got a rookie running back last year was really good, but I mean Dallas is going to make a move. They're they're I mean they, Tony Pollard is the only back on the roster right now, and he's coming off a tour, you know, a, tour, a bad injury. I can't see Bijan Robinson in any draft dropping past Dallas at twenty six. Could you imagine? The talent, I mean, the way they draft, when you have, you know, Michael on one side, Bijan on the other, I mean, this CD and the slot, I mean, gosh, the talent would just be crazy in Dallas. They would go nuts. They could probably draft an offensive guard, but that's Bijan. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The second best running back in my in this draft to me is Zach Charbonnet from UCLA. He is a dynamic player. He's big, six foot, two hundred fourteen pounds, ran a four five three, plenty of speed. Um, you know, he's eighteen bench presses. You know, all that kind of stuff. He was two years at Michigan, transferred to UCLA, played with Chip Kelly. Um, gosh, he had four hundred carries for Chip. You know, had uh, twenty seven touchdowns. The guy's got great contact balance. I mean, he runs through tackles. He is a dynamic player. We'll just watch him in that game, that shootout game against USC. He had a fantastic game. You go through, he lost one fumble in four years of college football. He protects the ball. He caught 61 passes for over 500 yards at UCLA um, from Dorian Robinson Thompson. Like, he's a good player. He's a really good player. I don't think he's a first-round pick. But I think you can get Zach Charbonnet if you're looking for a running back. You find him in the second round. It seems to be a sweet spot, you know, for running backs. I mean, look at Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry and look at a lot of guys, you know, um, um, you know, Miles Sanders. They're all second round picks. You know, it seems like that would be a the sweet spot for Zach Charbonnet. Um, and then, you know, Detroit, you know, has a bunch of picks. You could see Detroit, you know, doing something like that with, one of their second round picks for sure. Um, there's a lot of teams. If if the Los Angeles Chargers can't get things right right now with, you know, their pocket dynamo that they have right there, just one of the best players in the league, if they can't get that thing right, maybe Zach Charbonnet is a guy that could go there and, and help that offense with a new offense coordinator. So he'll be in demand. There's no question about it. But I feel like second round. Then there's Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. Now he spent two years at Georgia tech. You know, he's not the biggest guy. He's, he's, uh, he's five, nine, he's 200 pounds. Uh, he's, you know, he is, uh, he's got a lot of Jamal Charles in him. If you remember Jamal Charles coming out of Texas, he was there in the backfield, I think with Ricky Williams, um, had a great career in Kansas city. Um, he, he's got tremendous speed. He ran a four, three, six, 40, just a blazer. You know, he played at Alabama, averaged over six yards a carry this year. You know, one year, Alabama had almost 1,000 yards, but he also caught 44 passes. 
Like this is a dual threat running back. Now, could he sneak in to the first round? It's possible because of his home run hitting speed and the fact that he doesn't have a lot of tread off his tire at Georgia Tech and at Alabama. You know, he, he, he just hasn't been hit a lot. He also has kickoff return ability. He's got a you know kickoff return for a touchdown in college. Like he's got that ability. And he's young. He's 21 years old. Like you're getting a young, talented, fast back. Now, 6'1 is 200 pounds. He's not going to go push the pile. Probably not going to be, you know, he's he's a guy that um sees the holes and he's just a blazer through the holes, but not a guy that's gonna get a lot of extra yards probably after contact. I don't want to, you know, say that he can't do that. Um, because he does kind of remind me of a smaller Dalvin Cook. I thought Dalvin was really special coming out of Florida State. Um, he's not as I don't think he's as I don't think he's as big as Dalvin, but he's faster than Dalvin. And Dalvin's been a home run hitter in this business. Um, Aaron Jones isn't a whole lot bigger. You know, he's probably weighs a little bit more, but not a lot bigger, probably 5'10", 210. So there's there's some similarities with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is a fifth-round pick out of, you know, Texas El Paso. Shamir Gibbs is the third best back for me in this draft. And I think he has a possibility of sneaking into the first round. But probably second round, you know, fits him.